Alright, hey everybody, um, back, number 28 today, and hey man, right off the bat, uh, I'm late again, it's uh, Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock, 10.15, local, and I'm uh, just, just calling myself out, calling myself out out loud, uh, I said I was going to post every Wednesday at 7am Mountain Time, and um, last week... Uh, I posted Thursday, and now this week I'm recording Wednesday three hours late, or not even recording three hours late, I'm recording three hours after the time I said that I was, and um, here's where I, I caught myself saying, yeah, well, you know, making excuses, you know, I've got, um, I've got my kids here from uh, from Virginia, my two youngest ones uh, visiting for summer break, and it's awesome, and uh Yesterday we went, uh, we did a day trip to Vail. Oh, let me, let me sidetrack on that. Like, right. Like, so I, I do the, I do the internet research a little bit, go to Vail website, which sucks, you know, cause, but there's an adventure camp up, up top and you know, it said, Hey, like the zip lines closed. It's like, okay, cool. Like zip lines closed. Like not, we're not going to do the zip line anyways, you know? And, um, I'm doing everything. Like what are the hours call about, you know, service dog up on the lift, um, what are the prices, which are outrageous? Um, yeah, I mean, not outrageous. I mean, it's Vail, like whatever. You don't go to Vail not expecting to drop some coin. But then, so then, so we get there, and um, we get to the top to go to the adventure park. There's like a bunch of different things, like rock climbing wall, tube slide, um, carpet ride, roller coaster, mini zip line, big zip line, jungle gym course ropes course, confidence courses, all a lot of cool stuff up at the top of, uh, so we go, we get the veil, we buy the tickets, and then we ride the gondola up, and we get there, and half the shit's closed, and it's like, man, well, they didn't, it would have been nice if the, if the ticket counter would have said, hey man, just so you know, before you drop, you know, 400 bucks, uh, half of, half of the opportunities up top are not available, you know, it's like, come on, man, what what kind of crap is that? Where's the integrity these days, you know? And, um, anyways, you know, we had a, we had a good time. I've wrestled with my expectations. I've talked about that a little bit, um, because I, I built expectations in my head. And we just had a really good family time, uh, Nicole and I and the two kids, and it was good. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but, um, still, calling you out Vale, like come on or, or or how about like a 20% discount because half of your half of your opportunities are closed today you know what I mean like make the call like some where's, who's who's engaged who's present thinking where's integrity but um anyways side story so uh, we get back and then I just was like hey, I gotta record a podcast and then um I didn't last night I went to bed got up early and I just been putting around and I, I find like hey it's okay like I start making excuses yeah it's okay it's just like I mean I'm, the, people don't understand I got my kids summer vacation I'm gonna make an excuse like hey it's not a big deal you're just doing this it's not like you're doing this professionally you only have you know less than a thousand people listening like, like well it'll be fine like you just just posted it at 10 o'clock, you know, the canyon's closing, get down there, run your errands, you got people coming over tonight, like, you got other things going on, and I just, whoa, Tosh, stop, man, stop making excuses, you didn't do it, again, 
that's two weeks in a row. Like don't don't give yourself because because you're starting your narrative, you're starting your narrative of of going down the wrong direction. You're making it okay. You're rationalizing, and it's like that's not who you are. Call yourself out on it. And um, I mean, I I think I'm blessed that I have the awareness to call myself out on it. I wish a lot of people in this world that I interact with had more self-awareness to call themselves out on their own shit so that I don't have to because I'm the dickhead and that's that's another conversation um I think that's why people don't like me so much is just call people out they don't they don't feel comfortable around me because they know that their own bullshit gets gets busted I really think that's the case I mean I know it's the case for some specific people um we won't we won't mention them but uh, anyways, that's not where we're going. That's another podcast because I found myself on the last couple episodes just talking about like I'm I'm I'm, go- I'm going through something in my head about uh, friends that we have or don't have and social life that we have or we don't have and it's all about our choices and who we are. I'm I'm working on that in my head, um, but I know that there's something there because the last three. Now this one, maybe four, four posts, four, four podcasts, I've, something's come up. So I know there's something going on inside of me that I need to explore. But anyways, um, call yourself out. Like I'm calling myself out, man. This is two, two weeks in a row. Now, uh, hey, one, one time is acceptable, right? Like, I mean, if people make mistakes, no problem. You know, things happen, situations. Twice, twice is a is a coincidence, right? Twice can be a coincidence. We can allow that to happen. Like, hey, man, just got a lot of things going on in summer. I'm not giving myself any excuses, but it's just a coincidence that it happened two weeks in a row. Like, I, I work with that. Um, but three times is a trend. Three times is a trend. That I mean, this is this is what I believe in in my life anyways. So once, all right, hey, no problem. Twice, hey, coincidence, yeah. That's an opportunity to just kind of pause and reflect real quick. But the third time, third time's a trend. And um, I like to, I, I think that way all the time about the way people treat me, about my actions, about things that I see happening, you know, um, the one, two, three rule. But um, anyway, that's not really what I want to talk about today. I just thought it was uh, like I had to, I had to have, I had to call myself out, man. And calling myself out is, is cute mildly interesting or a parlor trick unless it causes change that's why I do it like I want to cause change like I'm not going to be late next week like I want to I want to take control of my narrative like I need to plan ahead think about it a little bit more I can find the middle ground of keeping with the spirit of what I want to do and record and how I want to you know not pre-record all the time and sit and stew with something over the course of a week but also be not uh, delinquent, you know, or negligent on, on keeping keeping the standard that I'm trying to hold myself to. So, um, anyways, like calling yourself out is cool, and, and it's it's it, it's just a trick, it's sleight of hand when you're doing it for attention or to like give yourself an out. And that's not what I'm doing. I'm not calling myself out to give myself an out. I'm saying it out loud to increase my awareness so that I, it can cause action for the change that I want. And then if the change doesn't happen, well, then you could you could argue then with me that, like, okay, you really didn't want it. You're full of shit. 
and I and I hope somebody does that for me. If not, not now, like next week, if I don't produce on time. But anyways, it doesn't matter. I had a little allergies today, uh, and um, so here's here's what I was been thinking about this week is um because it it happened. Somebody also this week accused me of being black and white. Tosh, you're just black and white. I'm like, man, I've heard that before. People saying, oh, you're just black and white. You see everything black and white, right or wrong. You know, you make your decision. I'm like, yeah, okay, hey, I can I can see that. But then I've also had this criticism where it's like you live your life in a gray area. You're always walking the line. You're in a gray area. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And it triggered me. Um, triggered me this week, a couple, yeah, four or five days ago, and I've been thinking about it. And it's just consistent with some other ways that I'm thinking too. Is, uh, yeah, hey, uh, black and white. Like, if you don't know right and wrong, how do you know when to bend the rules, or how do you know when like it requires common sense and you know doing something a little different? Like, if you don't know you're black and you're white, then how can you identify where your gray really starts, or how wide your gray is? If you can't see you know the left and the right where the line is from left to right then how do you know where to step and let me let me dig in a little bit more on that it's like hey i i know what i believe in i've spent a lot of time thinking developing challenging engaging in conversation opening up listening to others i want to believe in what i believe in and I want to I want to build that, and I don't want to be so obstinate that I'm not open to uh, evolving or changing what I believe in, um, because I I can see how my beliefs have changed and developed and grown over time through maturity, through experience, through new innovation, technology, whatever. Like my my thought processes, what I be, what I believe in changes, but it's not like a it's not like a winds of change thing. It's like super slow to change. It's almost like Congress, <laughs> um, which is good, right? We don't want massive changes all the time. We want to have checks and balances, and we want that inside of ourselves too. So it's not like I'm just changing one day to the next. Like I believe what I believe in. And from there, it's it's pretty easy. Like, do I believe in this or do I not? Is this right or is this wrong? And then I can start having a intelligent conversation with myself about, well, I believe in this, but it's not working out in this situation. Or I know it's right, uh, but the, the effects, the, 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 the second or third or effects of that right now in this moment, whew, I'm in a unique situation, right? Like, so you, you have to have a foundation. Here's, let me, let me flip this around. Uh, I just find that it's, too frequent that too many people aren't really rooted in what they believe in. It's kind of a function of, you know, they, they kind of go with their mood. They kind of go with what's convenient. Um, but what what they tend to do is always look for the exception to the rule. They're always looking for the anomaly. They're always looking for the the exclusion, something, you know. And it becomes a a, a, a point of comfort it becomes a point of laziness a convenience i don't know what it is it's like hey man well uh 
you say like, hey, we're going to do this. Well, what if this happens? Well, you're looking for the exception to the rule. And if you're always looking for the exception to the rule, it, it's a marker of somebody who's who's like undeveloped. It's a marker of somebody who's potentially too lazy uh, and looking for a shortcut or somebody that's comfort-based or convenience-driven. And it's like, okay, like let's understand the the 95% solution first. Let's, let's wrap our arms around fundamentals, theories, um, facts, and then let's evaluate whether or not we're in an exception to the rule or we need to do something different. Uh, I think people, I think a lot of people, not everybody, I think a lot of people are too quick to validate something out of not being fully developed in what they believe in or what's right or what's wrong. Am I out there? I don't know if I'm articulating this quite right. And I'm trying to find good examples. Um, it's just thinking outside the box. I've talked about it before. Like people are always by default trying to think outside the box. It's like, yeah, hey, you're a douche, man. Like trying to think outside the box. Like blood, sweat, tears, years, whatever it is, this has been been founded on creating the boundaries of the box that should guide 95, 96, 97, 99% of solutions start start there instead of always starting to be the exception you know it's it, it, to me it's just similar like hey just raise your hand like here i am look at me attention getting or uh i don't know i'm, I'm bouncing around a little bit here because i think it's all related but um stop looking for the exceptions to the rule identify what you believe in and live your life there and then be aware. And I'm not. I'm not saying be beholden to those. It's just like start there. It's gonna get you through pretty much everything you need until a, a a situation of extremis comes comes up, or or that anomaly does present. They're they're called anomalies or exceptions for a reason. They're not because they happen once in a while, once in a great while. Otherwise, they would be the norm, or they would be the standard or the rule. And um, I'm, I'm always trying to catch myself thinking about the standards, my standards, my personal rules, my beliefs, right? My values. And, and, and then I want to live my life and function there. I don't want to be so quick to just flow with the tide, you know? And... Um, so anyways, it's like, okay, I've been, I'm black and white, right? I'm black and white. I do, I do think black and white because I know what I believe in and what I, and I'm not slave to them, but it's a, it's a great starting point, a datum. And then people say you function in the gray area. It's like, yeah, hey, I thrive in a gray area. <laughs> I love the gray area. My gray area is very, very narrow though because I'm so black and white or I'm, I, I know where I stand, what I, where I am and my experiences or whatever it is. And like, I'm not looking for the easy road to have as wide of a gray area as possible to give me freedom to move and do at my whim. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the constructs of my, my black and my white, my lateral limits to squeeze me tight so that my, my gray area is narrow, very narrow. And, and I'm, I'm with a narrow gray area. It's easier to see, consequences it's easier to see second third order effects it's easier to see um 
what what you need to resource in order to prevent yourself from falling into the traps. It's knowing what shortcuts you can take and when you can be more efficient or when it's like, hey, I don't want to compromise quality for efficiency. Like I want to I want to be inefficient here because I'm so focused on the quality of what I'm doing because the the um, the outcomes could be so catastrophic, you know. But you don't get there by defaulting to just like, oh, I'm just going to hang on the gray area, man. You know, I get, you can walk a fine line. You can walk that tight rope when you are, I was getting ready to say hypervigilant, but I don't want to say hypervigilant. But when you are um, cognizant, when you are intimate with what you believe in and where you're at, you know. I just thinking to like people who have opinions, you know, always got something to say, thinking about something. It's like, yeah, hey, you're so quick to talk. You don't even know what you think, but you're willing to talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I think it's, I think that's a very related to what I'm talking about here. You know, everybody on the internet can post an opinion about something, and it's like, yeah, hey, like, yeah, it's great to have an opinion, but if you don't have the facts to be able to make your opinion make any sense, like, all you're doing is confusing the people. Who, who are easily persuaded, uh, lack the ability to resource their, the the facts themselves, or are lazy. You know what I mean? Like, I think there should be a, I think there should be an obligation before you open your mouth. You know, but can't do that. Anyways, getting off topic here, but it's it's a function of knowing right, and wrong, what you believe in, what you don't believe in. And like I talked about, like, I'm also accused of being real stubborn. And yeah, I am stubborn. I am stubborn. I'm not a, like my buddy, my buddy Chris, man, I love him. I love him so much. I think this is why I love him so much is he's, he's not stubborn. He's more, he's, his, he's the Simon Sinek. He's that there's a better way kind of guy. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about the better way. Like we've got a way that's satisfying right now and how good this way is that we're doing it is going to depend on how much integrity and, and fidelity we put into our efforts right now you know just do it just do that let's just do this i haven't got the answer right now let's just start digging in well no there's a better way well and i think we create a really good balance i love i love that's why i love them I mean, we just, and it's not in just um it's not an action it's not it's not on a purely physical or an activity solution base either it's a, it's on an intellectual basis that i feel like we provide each other good balance but um uh so so what i'm saying is like yeah hey i'm stubborn I'm super stubborn um and and i think the a positive a positive uh reframing of stubborn is called persistence and it depends on on the situation the context and how you use it like whether it's a stubbornness or persistence, right? Or resilience. Or endurosity. I just made that up. Enduring endurosity. <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying I'm so rooted in what I think. Because I, I feel like there's a lot of... And it, typically, it seems to be really, really young. Or really, really, really old people. Right? Um, really, really old people just sat in their ways just set they're not open to new ideas and this is a total generalization you know um i don't it's not a, a 
finite like everywhere but it seems to me that the older I get the more set in my ways I am and I want to fight that by by thinking more progressively and stewing things over my head and evolving and developing growing my beliefs to be more um, robust instead of so sharp and crisp well now I want my beliefs to be sharp and crisp um, but I want them to be robust right um, I, I don't want my beliefs to be limited and narrow is a better word you know um, and then and then young people they just don't have enough experiences to, to draw to know that it's like hey there's more than one way to skin a cat to use a, a, a an analogy or whatever phrase um, people can understand that but until they actually have used and, and experienced different ways then their belief set can be more open to thinking different ways right like I, I find this to be generally the case and that's that's kind of why I like to give my children as many experiences as possible and let them figure things out make mistakes you know help broaden what they believe in what do they believe in based off of their capabilities and their growing capabilities and capacities can change what you believe in you know like I look at this mountain range and I'm like yeah I can I can I can cross that right now let's do it I believe that you know my experiences allow me to to know that that's the case even though it's super super daunting whereas somebody else might be like oh man I, don't, I can't do that that's what they believe you know I don't think it's possible well I know it's possible and that's not a very very superficial point you know, knowing what I believe in in terms of, you know, like let's just go to hotbed topics, you know, like government policies or pro-life or pro-choice or like what do you believe in, like women in combat or, you know, homosexuality. Like, I mean, those can be really, really gray areas, you know what I mean? And so it's like you'd be wishy-washy in there, but like if you go outside of the gray area and you get very, very specific and you just start to develop what you believe in, that'll help make those gray areas less amorphous right like you'll be able to then figure out what you want to do in a gray area circumstantial better you narrow those you narrow the the, the windows down and so i like to i like to define what i believe in starting with the extremes go way out onto the extremes left and right and sort out what you believe in and then well what's less extreme than that what's less extreme than that what's less extreme than that and just keep working your way and working your way in until you start to have to engage and like well I don't know well it could be this it could be that like that's a, that's where you belong developmentally to grow right start way out in the extremes and work your way in and then it starts to get where it starts to get murky now you know you're right where you need to be for intellectual spiritual emotional development and, and research and or or seek more information or resource more more information and you just live just constantly just trying to shrink the gap in the middle instead of just going oh well let me think of the most outrageous crazy what if gray area situation let's just jump there and let's just have a big free-for-all and it's like yeah well that's that's gonna go nowhere very very quickly you know, it's going to go in circles. It's not going to be structured. I'm sure there's a scientific method. I'm sure scientists have something that's very similar to this thinking, and that would be consistent. 
I know my land navigation is very similar where I have to cross a, a let's just say I have to cross a great stretch of distance through challenging difficult terrain and I know that things happen so what I'm going to do is I'm going to deliberately offset left or right the direction that I want to go instead of trying to hold a super super crisp one degree plus or minus one degree azimuth in March in a perfectly straight line right because I got terrain that slopes one direction the other direction vegetation it's gonna be dark whatever whatever right obstacles across like I just deliberately offset and I just go like 10 degrees left automatically right off the right off the bat right and I just march that direction. At least when I get the distance I want to go to or the, the terrain feature, the linear terrain feature that I want to be at or something, I know my goal, my objective is going to be to the right because I deliberately offset it left instead of trying to hit it precisely because I'm going to get to the linear terrain feature and I'm not exactly where I want to be. I don't know whether it's left or right. So I got a 50-50 chance of making the right decision, right? And there's other ways to deliberately offset. Um, I'm just talking, like I said, I like to go to the extreme. A 10-degree offset over the course of four miles is a long distance. But I'm, I'm talking on the extreme right now. And the better I get, the more talented I get, the more experience I get, my deliberate offsets could look seven degrees, five degrees, two degrees, whatever the case may be, to the point where it's just like, hey, just go around every tree, every third tree, go around to the left or something, something. Um, that was not right. Like four out of five trees deliberately go around to the left and then the fifth one go around to the right and then reduce that to three and one or two and one or whatever. Anyways, this isn't a land nav techniques class. Um, but the point being deliberately offset and test and then you know which direction to go. Like I got my beliefs set up and I know what I believe in. Bam, that's my offset. And then just go from there and be present be mindful, be present in the moment. And when your belief system starts to break down, I didn't say fail, because if you, you get to the point where your belief system has failed, then you aren't present or things are happening way too fast for you or you really screwed up. Like you, as you're, as you're doing things, you should be so present that you're, you're what you believe in. You should recognize that it starts to break down when it starts to break down. Then you start thinking, if you reach the point of failure, it's too late. You know what I mean? So, I think there's a lot going on in this conversation about gray area, believing, black and white. You know, um, starting at the extremes and working your way in and then deliberately offsetting. Um, I'm just thinking about that. And again, I'm just triggered because somebody said, you're just so black and white. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. Like, stealing's wrong. Like, yeah, like, not reporting your tips. Not reporting all of your tips because you're a bartender. You're a fucking thief. Period. You're stealing from America. That's how I feel. Well, you know, everybody does... Well, well, well stop. Like, we can, we can go down that conversation later, but, like, let's first just come to terms on what we agree in. Is taking from others right or wrong? Taking what is not yours, right or wrong, right? Is lying, right or wrong? 
Like, let's just start there. Let's not get situational yet. Let's just figure out what we believe in first. And then we can neck our way down. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it is, it is that simple for me. You know, and there's so many things, so many things out there. And I try to, I just try to be aware for myself. And I'm very critical of other people, I suppose, when they're, when, when it doesn't align with me. And maybe that's what gets me the, the criticism of being more black and white because they think that I'm, because I'm received as being real critical. And can I be critical of somebody but still be okay? Like, I think so. Like, yeah, I'm critical of you. Yeah, you're a thief. We're still cool. You know, like, call it like I see it. You're a thief. Like, we can still be cool. Like, I'm not holding it against you. I'm not doing anything else like that. I can be critical. You might think I'm a dick. But, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. You're the one that feels bad. Or you, or not. I can't be. I'm not going to be responsible for you feeling bad that you're a thief or not. Or if you disagree that you're not a thief, then fine. Then we can talk about it. Or then don't feel bad. Not a big deal. Right? So. That could probably get unpackaged a little bit more, too. But I'm not going to unpackage that. I'm going to leave it right there. So, hey, man, uh, I will be on time next week. And I will not do some weird pre-recording in order to make it so. I'm committed, man. And I'm just calling myself out on it. All right, man, hope everybody uh, has a good week. Talk later.